0: Everyone, this is Kate, and this is In Between Naps, a podcast where we keep focusing how motherhood is real. It's it's not some Instagram story that we all wish it would be. Um, so this episode is near and dear because it is with Sam Kendall, who is, if you know me, she was my BFF in high school and college and... We've just kind of remained friends throughout all of this, but if you don't, she's a mother of two, and she is super real and doesn't sugarcoat things and is honest about motherhood, and I think for all of us, that's super refreshing because we see the moms with stilettos on, and I don't think any of us actually are that, even the moms in stilettos, so... Um, yeah, I hope you guys like this episode. It's a really deep dive into all motherhood. So we go from pregnancy to birth to autism and beyond. So um, I hope you all like this story. So check it out.
1: How are you? I'm okay. I'm exhausted. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Not, yeah. not terribly exhausted. I've had like 15 cups of coffee. Okay. I, like, wrote down some stuff that we could talk about, and then I'll just edit it in a pretty way, and And it's crazy, like,
1: every first, mom back like, home
0: is, like, so supportive.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things that, like, when you become a mom, like, all these people, it's, like, a huge, huge, like, society, almost, you know? Well, because like, every- I feel like
0: every mom is just, like, okay, you went through the same shit, and you're about to go through mm-hmm. the same shit, so, like, welcome
1: and it is life-changing like pre I had no idea same so I mean after I like gave birth and stuff like that like my friends who don't have kids like I mean I'm still friends with them and stuff like that but there's just certain things you just need
0: mom friends for no totally so, totally and I feel like I don't know there's like a ton of people that I wasn't even friends with to begin with and then they're like oh you mm-hmm. have a kid like mm-hmm. what up like I how's that I'm going yeah <laughs>
1: Like that's kind of how like me and um Lindsay kind of friends. I mean, I knew her our whole life and I was friends with her in like middle school and stuff. But then like our daughters are only two weeks apart. Oh, right, right. Found out that we were both pregnant at the same time. So of course we started talking. Totally. We're both, like, going through the same thing, third trimester, you know. And then it started like once they were both born. She would be up at like three in the morning and I would go on like Facebook and I could see that she was there or like Instagram and be like, Hey, you're breastfeeding
0: too. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I was so lucky. I had like two, three friends that we all gave birth like within a month of each other. That's
1: the best. And I have probably three friends like that too.
0: Yeah, and it's like those ones I can't even think of like having a kid without. Like I'm like, wait, can we get pregnant if again, like together? And me
1: and all my friends all have girls.
0: Oh, see that's. (laughs) That's And nice. then Even when
1: I had my, you know, Owen, like my friend who our girls are only a couple months apart and we became really good friends, uh, she ended up giving birth to a boy like eight months after Owen was born. So it's still kind of like... Oh my God. Yeah. You know, like we both kind of have the same in common because we've both been through that two... Because once you go with a one from two, like, <sighs> girl, Dude, one from two was a really tough transition for me. I actually wanted to ask you about that because like yeah. that's
0: something. So we're thinking about... A second. And we were talking yep. about doing a second, like, once Jude starts to walk, and literally he's, like, standing, and I'm like, dude, sit the fuck down. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> How old is he? Nine months? Ten.
0: Ten, ten months. months now.
1: Addy started walking at ten months, so he's probably super
0: close. Yeah, like, he, the other day he was standing, like, on his own for, like, two seconds and then, like, sat on yeah. his cute little baby butt. <laughs> it was adorable, but... You want Irish
1: twins. Kind, kind of. I just to want to get around. it
0: over with. I feel like if my and life you know- is diapers... It should just stay diapers.
1: I've been on diapers for five years now.
0: Yeah. Oh five
1: years. That's a long and time. I'm so ready to be done with them. And honestly, I don't think Owen's anywhere close. But um, yeah, diapers are a drag. I mean, there's definitely pluses and advantages to having kids close together. I like that they're close together. At first. It how, was, how many months apart are they? They're 22 months apart. Okay. So they're just under okay. two years apart. So I, I got pregnant with Owen. I, I found out I was pregnant with him when Addie was 14 months. Okay. So it was like right after her first birthday kind of thing. So that, and he was not planned. So I was freaking out like, oh my gosh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm not ready. But um, what was I going to say? But I think the hardest part of having to, was my pregnancy with Owen it was really rough and I was sick. I had ridiculous morning sickness and with, you know, a uh, 14 month running around. She yeah, that... that. But I used to take a little mini trash can with me whenever I changed her diaper because just the smell of her poop would make me throw it every single time. So I had a Oh think. my God. That's something <laughs> I didn't even think of. <laughs> like I got sick almost every time I had to change her. And of course like Andy works all the time. Right. So I'm staying home. So I do all the changing pretty much during the day. And it was, that was probably one of the most brutal parts. And then she was so young to the point when I was like huge, She'd always constantly still want to like play with me and I'd have to bet, you know, the exhaustion yeah. pregnancy and having a small. I know, even like
0: too. eight months, I like, I can imagine like my yeah, pregnancy. I mean, it's
1: like, you can't even get up. Definitely like, I'm like, Ugh. it's definitely exhausting. And then, like, another like downfall was when Addie gave up naps. <laughs> so I'm, I'd be sorry, up, I'm petrified of know? that. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. Not Neither of my kids take naps anymore. And it, it's rough. That was like my calming time. Yeah. And that was like in between where they both still napped and I made sure they're on the same schedule and I had like the house to myself, but that only lasted. Addie gave up naps pretty early. I would say around two and a half, she was done with naps. So that's kind of rough. And then of course you have to wake up. How many times I, I breastfed both my kids. Yeah. So a you know, couple hours, but um. And uh, Owen wasn't a good sleeper. Addie was an amazing sleeper. Must be nice. Two weeks home, she was sleeping through the night. Like, you know, six-hour stretches. Like, it was amazing. Owen, complete opposite. He was ridiculous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's how Jude was. Jude was, like, waking up every two hours all night, all the time. it's, it's
1: so exhausting to have to wake up with kids.
0: And, like, awful. I'm super stoked and, like, glad that I breastfed, but it definitely adds, like, a whole other layer of, like, mom shittiness because it's, like... Oh, yeah, definitely. You
1: can't even be like, Dad, know, go um... get him. Oh, yeah, exactly. You have to wake up with them at night because it's, what the da- what's the dad going
0: to do? Yeah, Nima's <laughs> still, like, because Jude's teething now, like, really bad, yeah. so Nima will, like, wake up and be like, do you want me to get him? And I'm like, what are you going to do? What, yeah, exactly. What? He doesn't watch you.
1: You're just right. going to sit there rocking next to me probably and I'm still going to be awake the entire time. <laughs> I know.
0: I'm like, it's very <laughs> sweet of you to ask but just don't. Like,
1: no. Yeah, yeah. No. But we're That's not. Great. Breastfeeding, I loved breastfeeding. Me Addie, too. I didn't really like breastfeeding that much, honestly. My first one, I kind of like was uncomfortable with it which is a shame because I think I was more uncomfortable with it because I just felt like um, I was super scared to breastfeed in public. Right. A lot of girls are. I had, like this I just had a super anxiety, so I kind of, like, didn't want to go anywhere. Right. And then that kind of made me a little depressed on top of it, and I just felt like it was too overwhelming to breastfeed. So I remember just kind of hating it in a way, being like, if I didn't have to breastfeed, maybe I should just go to formula, and it was, like, a huge fight with me. How long did you
0: breastfeed Addie for?
1: Addie, I breastfed for seven months, and I wish I went longer. Yeah, but Um, still, that's a good amount. It is a good amount, and I think I did that also out of shame because I felt (laughs) – to breastfeed her. <laughs> right, right, right. I really didn't really enjoy it with her. But, um, which is weird because when I had, when I gave birth to her, like, she latched on immediately. We always had a really good, uh, she had good suction, all that crap. Yeah. Whatever. Owen, Owen did not. Owen, I had to use, like, a nipple shield, and I had to go see a lactation specialist. Yeah. But for some reason, I loved breastfeeding him. I, I went over a year with him. And I only stopped because he kept biting. <laughs> like, <laughs> And then I was kind of like, okay, well, you're over a year, and I started introducing like whole milk to him, and then he kind of just gave it up himself too. I know so everybody keeps like
0: being like, when are you going to stop breastfeeding? Like he's ten months, and I'm like, I don't know. Like it doesn't
1: even bother me. Yeah. Like I really like it. And exactly. I mean, I I mean, I'm fine with going over a year. I probably went, I think, like I want to say like 13, 14 months. Not too far after a year, but right. Uh, I loved it, though. I loved it with him. I didn't want to give it up. I thought that was like, especially him being my second. I felt like it was my bonding time with him. Right. So I could go upstairs and I didn't feel guilty leaving Addie downstairs with, you know, her dad. I could just go up there and just be just with him. And I, I like that. I like that
0: feeling. Yeah, so. that's the part, honestly, the part of why I'm like skittish or like, not as like, yeah, let's have a second because... I'm like, I get full time with Jude now. Like, it's... I can't imagine, like, one, splitting my time with him, and then two, like, splitting my time with future baby. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely know what you mean. And I think because I'm an only child, I don't even understand
1: sibling. I forgot you're an only child. Yeah, like, (laughs) sibling relationships, I don't understand at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I love growing up with... And I'm... And, like, I... You know, I'm very happy that they have each other to play with and kind of, you know, get to lean on each other that, you know, they're going to be able to grow up and talk about how messed up their family was together and have that <laughs> right. my sisters too, you know?
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: In which ways did your mom mess you up? <laughs> right, right, I know, <laughs> you know that's like, like a general, general mom fear mom I keep in. thinking of. You know, and I mean, especially during the quarantine, it's nice that she has like another... Human. ...child around to play with and interact, even though, you know, obviously Owen... Has like um, difficulty with the social aspect of playing and stuff like that, which we've been working on a lot with him. But um, for the most part, they they do get along pretty well. And I like seeing them play like out, outdoors. They play all day together and they kind oh, of cute. it is nice having two kids during quarantine in that aspect. <laughs> right, right, Taming each other a little bit because if oh, Addie already is like all over me a lot. <laughs> All over me, and I feel bad for her because I know she misses her friends and wants to like see them. And she doesn't. um, She's so she's that weird age, like four years old, where she's not old enough to truly grasp it. I think she still gets a little confused. Right. She's like, yeah, but why can't we? Exactly, and like you know, we went. My my parents dropped off something, and they're in the window, and she was, and it was harder for her. Right. Just to like be able to hug them, or uh, she doesn't quite get it. Yeah. with like the Zoom, we do Zoom classroom stuff, and she like when she sees her friends on the screen, she cries almost every time. Oh, that's done, so like, sad. And, she's, and then she whispers, and she'd be like, "Hey," and then they won't hear her, and then she'll be like, "Cassandra didn't say hi back to me," and they start crying, and it's. <laughs> 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 that's been rough on her. So I feel really guilty for her. You know. Yeah, that is really rough. That is super rough. Definitely hard time. <laughs> yeah, it's not great.
0: <laughs> not great. When did you have an idea that you might have
1: postpartum? All right. That's a good question, Kate. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> so I didn't have postpartum depression with Addie. So my first pregnancy, I did not have it. Um, and that's, I think, the main reason I knew I had it the second one. Yeah. After I had my son. Um, you know, the first couple of weeks, I feel like your hormones are always all over the place. I and mean, it was the same with Addy. I feel like it took a little bit for me to kind of level out. And, and I feel like um, it's just like a shit show anyway. There's like no yeah, way to I mean, avoid you're it. You're getting, you know, you just had a baby. Everything's brand new, you know, again and, you know, all this stuff. So, of course, there's like the normal stresses of just being a new mother. And right. A, especially your first one. Like I was, I didn't know what I was doing with Addie when That's I first same. came home. You know, I came home and I was like, okay, now what? <laughs> like, Where are the nurses? What do I do? How do I give a back? Like, I just forgot everything and had to relearn everything. And So obviously the, those are stresses that come into play. But um, I was so angry. I felt like my, I was exhausted all the time. And of course, like, you know, I have two kids and I had kind of, you know. A right. You're year. like forever exhausted. Yeah. I am just, you know, so I was first, I'm just like, ah, eh, you know, this is part of being a new mom. Right. So just talking. Then it started coming like irritability. Little things would set me off. Things that had I don't even like no significance at all. I would make significant and freak out and like turn tables over it. Like someone didn't close the bathroom door, and I'm I'm furious over it. And it was just so uncontrollable for me. Like I just was so mad, and I'd wake up in this mood, and it was just such an awful way to feel. Yeah. by, and I was just kind of at this point. I was around three to four months postpartum and I was living like that for a good month. Yeah. Was just like really just angry. And, you know, thank God for my fiance. Cause I was not, I took all my anger on him. Same. So my, I was all, you know, Oh, hi. Oh, you know, all nice. But then he would like just walk into the room and just look at me and I'd be like, what are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> I would just get so mad and I don't, and I had no idea why. And then, um, we got in this one argument. I can't remember what it was, but I ended up throwing a coffee mug at him. And I mean, we've been together for 16 years. I have never like been. Right. Violent. That's not. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's just not who I am. Yeah. And I threw it at him and my daughter was in the room. She saw it. She cried. She was upset. And, right. Uh, and of course, then it came the shame. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe like I'm fighting with him. It's been happening for a month. My daughter's seeing all this. She doesn't deserve that. Right, right, right. Happy. And so I just broke down and I started crying and I called my mom. Thank God for my mom. She's like a huge support for me. But I called her. She was just like, well, you know, and then she's the one that was like, maybe you should call the doctor. And I was like, I think I do need to. Yeah. And and then I started looking online too. And then I was like learning because I think we kind of brushed on this, just us talking in general after you had your son um, about how we're just thinking like um, postpartum depression means like. You have ill feelings towards your baby. Totally, like, totally, totally. You baby, and like you don't bond with him or her, you know, that kind of thing, which I that's what I thought postpartum depression was. And I was bonding perfectly. I, you know, I was really close with them. and I felt like I was bonding with them really great. Right, right. Obviously, so like, exactly of the same.
0: Smart. And then I think mm-hmm. that's what makes it really hard to like then go out and talk about it yeah exactly because i even told like some of my mom friends and like they were like no way like you're a good mom like you're did it on it's like yeah n- mm-hmm. you're right i am i'm not gonna fucking kill him
1: yeah exactly. but i am i might kill my husband <laughs> exactly like- <laughs> i feel like postpartum depression and like postpartum like psychosis when yeah. you have bad- your child or you have like no feelings at all or stuff like that when you have like you know um, anxiety and you think like the world's coming after you and you're like oh right I had
0: another friend that had that that it was like Mm -hmm. a fear of like going outside with them which I had too but mine wasn't like because I thought something terrible was going to happen to us it was more like protective yeah and I didn't think I could handle it like I was overwhelmed by the thought of Mm -hmm. taking Jude out
1: oh yeah definitely like kind of the same thing with me I didn't want to go out because I was scared to breastfeed yeah you know I had anxiety about it so I just didn't go out right <laughs> you know? I literally I didn't
0: go out of the house for eight nine weeks postpartum like yeah. legitimately did not leave <laughs>
1: period so no, I mean I don't think I really did either
0: I yeah I knew that
1: you you know you're getting to know everything and it's it is overwhelming and when you go out you have to pack like (laughs) it It takes like forever just to go and then you end up going and then your baby just cries or you know has a freak out you don't know what to do and you're like oh my gosh I have to breastfeed now I have no place I have to go find somewhere quiet and you just start panicking totally
0: I had this terrible because I was going to this lactation group and not because I needed help with breastfeeding I literally met this lactation specialist at the hospital and I had like perfect latch and she was like wow I've never met anybody that just like literally she showed me once and I was like okay cool thanks bye like that was it and so me and her she ended up like because they were supposed to check on us again and I didn't need her help and so we ended up just chatting and she was like oh you should come to the lactation group like it will be really good for you, and like it will be good for the other moms you're form. really positive Somehow, about it. I can of yeah. the house too, yeah, right. so I was going to that, and like at that point, yeah, I was like, I don't know, eight or nine weeks postpartum, and I finally yeah. went to one of them, and Jude has not been easy from the beginning, and he was mm-hmm. having an absolute meltdown, and I was so it was at the hospital, so I had to wait in the waiting room before i got to go to the maternity so i was downstairs waiting and jude is losing his mind and this woman is sitting there giving me the stink eye which is oh, rude God. to do to a new mother first of all that's real rude <laughs> oh yeah definitely then she had the audacity to go do you need help with him do you want me <sighs> to help you and i was already a mess and i start yeah. i was like no and I was pissed. So then I went upstairs and literally it was just me and the lactation woman. Thank God. <laughs> she shut the lights off. Jude cried for a whole hour and I cried for a whole hour too. Well, we just passed Jude back and forth, back oh, and gosh. forth. Oh, gosh. the lactation the thing lady, is like, I've been there too.
1: I've been there. I know exactly that that's feeling. That's
0: why mom friends <laughs> exist. Exactly. Because they're like, dude, that's, you're going to go through it. There's just no way around it
1: and it's nothing's just gonna worse than the stairs Ugh.
0: That's yeah the thing. The- shit happens
1: and like that's one thing I you have to learn about being parents like like um I get nervous still going to public places so I'd be like oh gosh I have two of them and right know, right really young Addie was a big loper which drove me crazy she would just run oh really like, she'd run yeah she'd just run away just whenever she felt like it would you know so it always made me super nervous of course I always had Owen with me but at the time was you know less than a year, so he was a t- you know he couldn't walk or anything. So I had a right. I remember one time I was at a playground and Owen was in um one of those seats swings. You're right, right. And I was visiting a friend and we were just chatting and our two daughters were playing on the playground. And then all of a sudden I hear um my friend's daughter go Addie Addie and I look and she is at least like I'm telling you 100 feet just booking it as fast as she can into a middle of a soccer game that was oh. happening. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just booked it I just I left my son okay and, you're like okay hold on you stay there bye <laughs> and I she made it to the soccer field and she grabbed the ball and there was three other parents trying to rally her and we were <laughs> running after her it was super embarrassing luckily my friend was there with my son otherwise just, he'd
0: just be chilling
1: <laughs> otherwise like you know like I would have left him there if I was by myself <laughs> yeah what are you gonna do yeah so see it's, that's it's the, so the complications stressful. of two Exactly. So now I go to places like playgrounds that have fences. <laughs> <laughs> Parenting tip one hundred and one. Parenting tip <laughs> one hundred and one. If you have a aloper, go to playgrounds with fencing. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. So when but you- it, it was, it was so stressful, and like those kind of situations just make it so hard to go out again and no, do it. Totally, totally. And I think like because.
0: I think like you're the same like you're with the kids most of the time during the day so it's not mm-hmm. even like you have Andy or me with Nima to have like a backup where it's like yep. shit go get them <laughs> it's like yeah, all exactly. by yourself yeah so, that's rough. It's,
1: it's, it is a little hard so I, I do like luckily I have a great playground right down the street that I can bring them to and, and stuff and I still Owen still struggles my son still struggles a lot with um not eloping he runs off like crazy and he does not respond to his name right so very stressful like going to the beach with my family you know how we go Oh, on your July trip the whole and it is always so stressful being on that beach yeah <laughs> sure have, you know I'm watching my daughter and then I have my other one who like will just start booking it and then like go up to people and start stealing their stuff and oh it's so oh stressful <laughs> <God. laughs> it's like a mini circus it is. But it's one of those things where it's like, I, you know, I, I grew up going to that beach every year with my family. And it was the most amazing time as a child and having all those memories. And it's like, I'll be damned. I'm coming here every year still, even if it's killing me. Yeah, we're <laughs> doing it. If I have to leave we're you doing it. or not. <laughs> and we're going to be miserable
0: while we do it, but we're doing it for the kids. <laughs> That's how you know you love your kids. You totally. do something like that. we're going to do this you're going to get in all the same trouble I did and we're going to do this yeah we're going to do this So that's so
1: funny but yeah those those incidents of just going out and stuff like that there's so many that I can recall that I just wanted to give up for sure and I think like
0: that's the hard part about motherhood is like the moms all talk about it underground but you can't say it out like If I tell people, like, people will text me and be like, how's Jude doing today? And I'm like, Jude was a total dick. Oh, yeah. All day. And they'll be like, no, no, he's fine. Like, what's wrong? And I'm like, no, we just had a shit day. That's it. Yeah, it was a bad day. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It happens. It was a horrendous time. We can have bad days. Yeah, totally. And I think it's just, like,
0: not socially allowed.
1: Oh, yeah. No, definitely not. And, you know, you have that weird underground. Like, motherhood can bring so many people together but it also can just be so dividing too like you feel judged by other moms sometimes like oh for, I hate more than anything for sure and i think like
0: i take a lot of pictures of my son i know that i'm with yep. him all day that's all i do that's cool it's literally just because i'm doing this like social project that like of my son like every day there will be a picture remember those funny calendars and it will be like the oh. baby lying in the the
1: little like grammar like shots, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not that mom. Like, yeah, I'm not either. I mean, I, I barely post anything of my kids, and it's mainly just because, like, I just am not really. I'm just not. I don't. I don't like taking pictures. <laughs> <I'm> just <laughs> like swear. it's just <laughs> not what I do. I don't like it. Yeah, like you know, there's some people who document things, and I like Andy's family. Um, we go like out in public. Things. I just depend on them. I'm like, well, I don't need to take pictures because they're gonna thousand my Facebook. <laughs> <Right>. and <laughs> that's yeah, <me> done. <laughs> Thank you. Know, you. Like, I just don't. I just don't really. It's not like something I'm into, and I know a lot of moms who are definitely into it. And,
0: right. You know, <laughs> I think it's just because like I went from one creative field and now yeah, I'm a mom, exactly. so it's you like the only like creative outlet. I
1: suppose. Yeah. Like no I mean it definitely is creative and stuff like that and I think like you um are honest about your post if that makes sense like your pictures aren't yeah, you know, like you said you're not posed no just, you're playing out in the yard with him yeah dude, and just playing right. with him and taking a picture of him in the grass because he's curious about it right, you know? right 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 like that's all I'm trying to do yeah like another back to my postpartum depression thing and stuff like that and all like the hardships of Social media, I guess, is also a big kind of For sure. I think that's like all these like yeah, beautiful pictures, beautiful family life. You know, it looks like they're living the perfect life, which is never the case. I mean, I don't know anyone who has a perfect life. (laughs) Right. But it gives off that image and it kind of makes you feel like, well, I don't feel like going out to the store or doing anything, like a field trip with my kids, is like so physically hard for me. Right. You know, feeling that way right after having given birth and you start feeling bad about yourself like is this like should i be that happy because i'm not You're right, something right. Wrong. totally Ugh. totally
0: i think once i kind of got the postpartum under control via my friend did i tell you what my friend calls it vitamin z it's my favorite oh, thing yeah, in the whole z. world yeah zoloft i feel like zoloft should just <laughs> sponsor me because
1: <laughs> motherhood it, run change-
0: by zoloft <laughs> It's
1: so crazy when you have postpartum depression because, like, <clears throat> you know something's wrong, but it's it's like it's just so hard to admit. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Like, it's I really so hard think... to admit that I'm I'm failing. I felt like I was failing, and I just wanted to. I didn't want to fail.
0: Right, I and I think it's like for for me, and I guess for you, it was more of like an anger thing. And so oh, yeah, for definitely. me, like I wasn't sad. I was never oh, like. I had weird things like I couldn't sing to Jude until like a while because I would just yeah, start crying but that's just because of hormones like I can't really help that yeah, yeah like no, I think I, I was just like so overwhelmed by the fact that like oh my god I'm a mom now so like mm-hmm. I can't I can't but yeah mine was more and I I think the postpartum's just named wrong like Yeah, yeah, no, definitely change that because it's not (laughs) it's not
1: always the depression thing. Yeah, I know. And I mean, I I think depression, even just regular depression, I think can sometimes just kind of manifest in like irritability and stuff like that, too. Um, But I mean, I I don't not sure if like, you and me just had the anger aspect of it. I'm sure there are people who are just sad. Totally. (laughs) Well,
0: actually, Um, it's funny, we. So we normally, pre-quarantine, would have a family brunch once a week, and we would yeah. go out to brunch as a family. And this waitress, we had her, because we go to the same place every time, we had her since I was eight months pregnant. So she's seen, like, the whole evolution. Oh, she's seen the whole, yeah. And the she... whole evolution of your family. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, knows, she knows it all. So she is a little too like friendly but it actually is good because she was like you know i really am sad that i miss these times with my son and i was like oh what what happened she was like i had postpartum depression so bad that for the first two years of my son i didn't even want to change his diaper i didn't (gasps) want to like anything like that and that like absolutely broke my heart because For me, like, I got help at, like, three or four months. Yeah. And that was thanks to somebody like you that was like, yo, I had that too, and maybe you should go check this out.
1: Yeah, I love that conversation
0: with you. uh, Yeah, me too, thank God. (laughs) And so I can't imagine, like, going through that for two years and going Mm -hmm. through that pain because, like, that's an enormous amount of pain to be carrying for that long like I couldn't even handle it for three or four months like
1: I couldn't even imagine if I was still in that state like I would you know really I would have failed as a mom like you know right I I was just so angry and I was fighting and like my my kids were seeing me fight yeah and and that's like no environment that I wanted for my kids you know yeah of course I don't want them seeing their mom and dad fighting and mom getting angry
0: at everything or you know right right i know i just uh, always felt fronting. like i'm naturally bitchy and i'm aware of that oh, me too like i think mean, that's why we get along i'm very <laughs> yeah i'm self-aware that i'm bitchy and my yeah. husband is too my mom warned him before marrying me so, so we're just
1: strong women yeah. you have opinions
0: yeah and i just don't like <laughs> if if i don't totally agree that i'm going to call you out and i think like oh yeah me too especially with my spouse oh
1: yeah absolutely
0: like with like the, friends i'm like a, let I, you I, slide. The
1: more I love you the more sarcastic and bitchy i'm gonna be towards you and it's all love yeah right 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 totally like
0: i'm gonna rip you apart and now even if Nima like does something i'll like pick and pick and pick and pick and pick until like <laughs> <laughs> where <laughs> you know where i stand at all points <laughs> Which I think Uh, is a good thing. I do that too. So I was just thinking, holy shit, I'm like the bitchiest person ever. And I'm like the worst mom ever because I am so pissed. Like I remember having like a friend over while we had Jude and I like literally left because Nima was holding Jude and I went over and I like bitched him out and like grabbed his face like and was like your communication sucks and then i left the room where it was like my communication sucked because literally i couldn't get anything out because i was so (laughs) angry but i feel like it was just like really out of character yeah not not something you would do i'm bitchy but i'm not that bitchy Yeah. yeah
1: yeah no exactly i mean i've always had like kind of uh sarcastic something humor and i like to you know if i pick on you and stuff like that it means i love you right right totally but i was just being straight up just mean yeah like, there was like, joking matter going on it was just like you suck <laughs> right <laughs> like <laughs> i you know, hate i don't want to live here anymore you know like really just like nasty not confident compl- you know, i don't know just-
0: how the men dealt with this because i yeah, literally no. would kick his ass if he tried to pull that yeah. stuff
1: like oh yeah I mean I, I'm surprised he even came home yeah after it's like nah I'm, I'm, good. No, I'm like, good I didn't even want to be around myself like that same you know, same like why would I expect anyone else want to be around me totally that was definitely but yeah when I went to the doctor I just told her I'm like I just threw a coffee mug at my <laughs> it's, yeah so that's what I wanted to ask you I so like, her. did you go to your OBG or your
0: primary yes. care
1: my OBGYN um I went to her because uh I really loved her like she was amazing I, I know loved I love mine too I feel really comfortable like my my um my primary doctor you know he's like an older male in his 60s that I just I just go in to get checkups I don't have any kind of like mm. relationship or anything like that whereas something with like this that it was sensitive and it's you know he's obviously never dealt with it personally right. and- Right. Chance like, I don't know if she did either, my doctor, but she, you know, she was super understanding and, and she made me feel super comfortable during my labor and all the things I went through with my pregnancy. Right. She was my GYN for Owen, and I had a lot of complications throughout my pregnancy with Owen, with like diabetes. and. Uh, you
0: had preeclampsia with him too, right?
1: Yeah, I had preclampsia with him. And so, like, I dealt with my OBGYN a lot during that pregnancy. We became like super close. So, she was someone I definitely had. No problem with going and telling her like, hey, I almost just like knocked out my fiance with a coffee cup. I, I, <laughs> right, I <laughs> like feel she, like something's <laughs> wrong. I have this <laughs> weird feeling. Like she just like knew yeah. my demeanor before. And I think like when I came in, I mean, I cried, I was crying, you know, like something's wrong with me and she was super comforting and she was just like, okay, I'm going to write you a prescription. And she's like, you know, she's um, you put it for a certain amount of refills and you don't have to keep taking it after that. If you still... that you need more come back to me and we'll talk if it's been you know she's like but postpartum depression shouldn't last you more than a few months right saying and it didn't I mean after my prescription ran out I didn't get a refill and I didn't really feel any different right 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 probably on like so long let's say for I don't know how many months probably four months maybe yeah yeah probably around four months
0: see I've been on it for Uh, six months ish and one of – so I had this thing where what – my doctor only gave me like three months. So I had yeah. to like keep going back to her. And I didn't want to because I have a va- – like I don't have time. Yeah. I don't have time for that. So I decided I would just stop cold turkey and not take it anymore. I was like screw it. I'm not going to – I'll be fine. So um that was a terrible idea for me. Really? <laughs>
1: God, what it's happened? Terrible. I
0: was fine. I was not. I literally went back to bitch so fast. I was really like, what, st- Yeah. Like, I literally, uh. like, I would call my mom and I was like, I was so pissed at Nima. Like, again, it, like, just flipped and I was like, this is bullshit. Like, I was really <laughs> upset again. And so then finally... I like told my mom I was like yeah I haven't taken it in like three weeks so I don't know and she was like um get back on it yeah what are you doing (laughs) and so I went back to the doctor and I told her and she was like yeah just stay on it like she was like yeah right there you go she was like uh the first year of having a baby is very hard so just stay on it who cares and I was like yeah you're right if so, you need to do it i for mean me, you know, i'm like yeah I'm giving like, yourself this weird deadline yeah, yeah totally totally i think that's like for me i think it's still like i never thought i would have to take soul off not that there's anything yeah. wrong with it i guess like i've gone 31 years without it so i thought i wouldn't have yeah. to take it and then like now being like nah dude you're you're better on it just stay yeah.
1: that's what motherhood is you know like I didn't think I'd be you know wiping ass you know standing up in a stall wiping someone else's ass <laughs> while I'm having a meltdown and everyone's like waiting outside the door for me you know like everything oh plans just go out the window motherhood Nothing's is just so expected. glamorous and I it's think just that's so what glamorous it's just so great it's so great it's so great there's just so much like I mean, there's a lot of my like story, stuff like that, where I'm like, why did this happen to me? Why did I get gestational diabetes? Like, why me?
0: Right. Like you are like the least (laughs) amount of person that I would ever have guessed.
1: Like, quite honestly, I I think
0: I would have been way before you.
1: It it was just, it was something that took me, I mean, I didn't have my first pregnancy. I only had my second and it took me off guard and it sucked because I had to go see a nutritionist every single week. Cause I sucked at it and they had me on like, this crazy diet and I kept failing. And because you know, it's like you have cravings, man, I just want to have a piece of cake. It was my birthday, and I just and like my blood sugars weren't like getting like I couldn't get them under control with diet. And they had me, I'm telling you, Kate, it was awful. I can only have like 16 carbs, kind of thing. So, like, you're pregnant. The third trimester just craving food and they're like well you can have like five crackers and some cheese, cheese you want you, can, you know have as much veggies as you want it's like great but like I'm craving yeah but I want macaroni and <laughs> like, cheese now I want some damn pasta yeah. <laughs> you know so like that was rough for me because I'm a foodie I love food I love like any chocolate like I craved it wicked bad with both my pregnancies and they were like no you can't have that Oh my god, that was—that was
0: like, why me? Why did this have to happen to me? Yeah, it's but, so crazy because your second one brought you all the problems.
1: Like it did. It was so. This is how I sum up my two because both pregnancies were so different, and both my labors were so different. Addie was the easiest pregnancy. I didn't get morning sickness. I didn't even know I was pregnant with Addie until I was like, I think, eleven weeks along. Like I had no <laughs> nothing, <laughs> and um, her labor was traumatizing for me I was so petrified to give birth again it was like in my head constantly I was scared it was so painful it was long and it was just really traumatic did you get an epidural um with Addy I did but it didn't work oh at first I wasn't sure because I was like was my first one I don't know what they're supposed to feel like but I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to be numb I didn't feel a damn thing you could have cut my leg off that's how it was with my second pregnancy. That's why I know that with my first one, I'm like, it didn't work. So that, still- that wasn't right. I was in so much pain. Like it was, it was like a strong burning. Like when she actually came out, it was like the most painful thing ever. Seriously. Uh, it was so painful. And of course she was huge. Right. Which no one was expecting when she came out. Like Even the doctor, I remember this like specifically because I was kind of pissed about it, but they like took her out and then the doctor was like, we got a 10-pounder here. <laughs> and they were like <laughs> cheering. It was like a big accomplishment. And really, in my mind, I'm like, you let me birth that? Birth that? Like, I could die. <laughs> so I was in the room to get uh I was pushing for so long. She was stuck. She couldn't come out. And, yeah, because um, she was a meatball. Yeah, so they set up the OR, and they were wheeling me in. But in between them setting up and me going like, under and all that stuff, I still was having contractions. And so the doctor was like, "Since we're setting up, like you still are gonna have contractions, I still want you to push." And she came out right when I was I was in like my gown. I had my like, it posted like baby pictures. Like Andy's in like a full getup, so everyone thought I had a C-section. And you were like, "No, no, no." But no, she came out before that, and it was just like it was a mess. I it was a bad experience. Enjoy it one bit, but then Owen worst pregnancy I had like preeclampsia so I had to like you know be induced early with him and I had gestational diabetes but his labor I got an epidural didn't feel like they had to tell me when to push they're so, like oh me dear, too having contraction go ahead and I'm like oh I am like don't <laughs> no, literally we would we that- would have full-blown conversations
0: in between and they were like okay Kate you should push so I started pushing and uh, then
1: exactly. then we'd That's stop and I just like talk to her I was chilling yeah i even like grabbed the mirror i wanted to see what was happening down there with addy i was just screaming in pain like dying i popped, I popped blood, blood vessels all in my eyes when i had addy so i like wouldn't let anyone take i have like no pictures of me and Addie when she was first born because i looked so horrendous oh my god <laughs> i remember we had oh. friends come visit the day that
0: jude was born yeah. and i was like in pjs chilling and they were like you gave birth today and i was like <laughs> yeah like two hours ago And I was like walking
1: around like good Yeah like feeling great I was cool Yeah, That's how I was with Owen Like it was just an easy easy delivery And I was like why couldn't this have been my first Because I was having like so much anxiety The entire night I was pregnant with Owen Because I was thinking about it was going to be the same I, I gave birth to my daddy Did and you was, have like, any I'm other pregnant.
0: anxiety Minus your terrible traumatic birthing Did you have <laughs> any anxiety with the pregnancy with Owen at all?
1: Um, Not really. Just um, the
0: fact that you knew that you were going to have to give birth again?
1: Yeah, I mean, that was a huge anxiety. Definitely the birthing experience. And I was not, a, I didn't like being pregnant. You weren't. See, I loved it. I, I was not, I hated being pregnant. I want to be pregnant now. I would like to be
0: pregnant now. If I could just be pregnant for like a solid amount of time and not have the kid right now, that would I be hated great. It.
1: You know my least favorite part about being pregnant? What was the, the belly button thing for me? Like I, I didn't pop mine. Button. Mine popped out so far, and it felt like it was going to literally. out. Yeah. Like I thought I was going to bust open all my insides were going to fall out. Well, like, I think but, it's because you're so definitely. skinny. Maybe. I think yeah. I think my life just like allowed
0: for it. It was like, dude, you're <laughs> meant for this. Like, you just hold this here. The uh, I got I got one stretch mark. And
1: it's literally like
0: a half a centimeter long and it's just where I got my belly button pierced.
1: That's it. I didn't get any stretch marks with Addy, but I got a ton with Owen, like a ton. But really? I'm surprised I didn't get more stretch marks with Addy. I gained a ton of weight with Addy, like not okay amount. <laughs> not okay.
0: I actually. <laughs> you have the doctor.
1: The doctors started, like getting on me, being like, "This is not healthy. You need to stop like eating so much with Addy." That's probably why she was 10 pounds. That's probably yeah. you. You fed her I all the so way much. to 10. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I gained like 75 pounds with Addie.
0: Shit, I'm talking a lot. I'm
1: not just saying like 50 pounds. Like no, it was a crazy amount. I think I gained like 58
0: or 50 like more yeah. than a human you're you're supposed to. Yeah, no. no.
1: What's that like pr- a They said rate? 30. Like, okay. I gained that with Owen because they have they were like crazy. <laughs> cuz you could only have five crackers. <laughs> and were, like I like I would cheat and then like the nutritionist would be like, "Let's see your food journal. Oh, these sugars don't match up." It's like, "Yeah, cuz I didn't put in that I had like four cookies." <laughs> I don't want to do this right now. (laughs) Well, it's funny because in an
0: episode (laughs) that's coming out prior to yours, I Mm -hmm. um, talked to my friend Lucia, who she is a mom friend. Literally, we gave birth. She gave birth on July 4th and I gave on the 11th. So we were like... (gasps) Oh my God, I
1: forgot you're July. (laughs) Yeah.
0: July
1: 10th. I remember saying that. I'd be like, maybe he'll be born on daddy's
0: birthday. Nope. Yep. So we're one day away but she was she was pregnant at the same time and she had most of her pregnancy was in Amsterdam and Mm -hmm. so the whole time I was pregnant we were like comparing the differences of American pregnancy to Amsterdam and it was going to be better
1: mind-blowing she was better Uh, (laughs) there for sure for sure of course i was gonna say i'm like
0: theirs has to be better so literally she didn't get weighed the whole pregnancy like she was blown away that we got weighed every time like i was oh yeah i got weighed before i even saw the doctor they were like hey how much you weigh fatty let's get on there (laughs) <laughs> like, hop on that and then with the Jonah, nice... <laughs> Ooh, remember we're only supposed to be getting 30 pounds i really love those scales the the doctor scales where they like slide and then it's like the next 10 pounds oh yeah it like, takes forever
1: up, up, up. it's like can you just get electric up in here yeah they
0: they <laughs> like put it to like 150 and i know it's 190 and i was like can
1: we just skip over
0: <laughs> know, all right there's a wait there and
1: just see them like shame you into like <laughs>
0: oh oh no not not this one either we're gonna keep going and oh oh okay the 250 mark found it found it oh god so so she was like really blown away that like they wait us every time and they don't do obgs they only do do, obgs um yeah but you only see an obg if you have like a complication or whatever Oh okay Um, and so so
1: like actual
0: natural they're way more natural and they're not like
1: better because like we're made to do this
0: well that's what she was like (laughs) yeah all the we would like go to the doctor's appointment like the midwife appointment and she was like they were all really cool girls and like sweatshirts and like they didn't wear the white coats like they were just like cool girls and they were more about like empowering women being like you totally got this
1: you got this
0: you can do it you like your body's made for it that's it
1: it, it's my sister to... had a midwife. Did you do a midwife? No. My sister, yeah. my sister had a midwife for my my nephew, and she said that she loved it. Yeah, she gave birth at yeah. a hospital, but her midwife came with her, you know. And yeah, that's that yeah, sounds but... that's pretty rad. But I
0: no, I like my doctor. I like my doctor too. I mean, I talked like I, I loved her. We being close. <laughs> yeah, me too. Literally, I like my first one though. But I literally like when I went to the doctor to get the um to tell her about postpartum or whatever mm-hmm. she literally like hugged me Aww. <laughs> And like even when i went back and told her that i stopped taking it she was yep. like that's your anxiety telling you to stop just taking it so you don't bother me to get more so here you go and like
1: she hugged that's me that's totally true too because i do that like yeah. i just like avoid doing stuff like totally I
0: guess (laughs) I know I I think it's like maybe this like guilt thing and I was like I don't want to bother her and like I feel like a failure that like I still need it and like yeah
1: yeah. not yeah not done with it I do that too like I'll like go out of my way to like um get everything so overly prepared oh for sure just like I'm like I don't want to put that on them so I'm gonna make sure I do all this before they get here and then my like mom will come and she's like so I thought I was supposed to do that I'm like well I just did it because I didn't want to bother you she's like well I'm bothered that I drove all the way here and you already did it <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm more annoyed that I, I'm not so, doing I, was it. Like, oh, I just did it to be too much for you and you know my anxiety kind of thing <laughs> I know I get
0: Nima yells at me all the time because like I don't know for our household it's kind of like I run the house to the yeah, fact oh, that yeah. like I like Nima's friends contact me so I can make appointments for them to see each other. Like (laughs) that sounds so right now. I did the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. They'll be like, hey, like, what are you guys doing? Prior to quarantine, obviously. But like they would all contact me. And like, obviously I take care of Jude and like his appointments and the dog's appointment like just everything like goes through me. And so like, I still try to do, like, the dishes and the laundry and all of that, and Nima's like, you don't have to do everything.
1: Yeah, I do that too, and I do get overwhelmed, and then I start lashing out again.
0: And (laughs) I just go the opposite, and I'm like, I just need to, like, watch TV and, like, drink coffee for a second, and then I feel guilty about that.
1: So I feel like there's, like,
0: I struggle personally because I have, like, a strong bucket in me Mm -hmm. where, like, i care but i don't really care so like all of the mom guilt i don't really care if anybody mom guilts me to be honest like i don't i that one lady who asked me if she could help me when jude was losing his mind pissed me off a little bit but in reality like i think because i'm strong-willed like i i got it
1: and yeah, I think for I'm, me, I'm like the opposite.
0: I'm trying my best. And if you want to think that I'm not trying my best, you're not doing it. So shut yeah, up. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, but definitely. at the same
0: point, I think like all of the mom guilt, like that everybody talks about, is more like self inflicted.
1: Absolutely, I like abuse my own myself. I, I, you know, I definitely take what other people say and I take it to heart, even though I shouldn't. Like they don't know me. Right. They don't know myself. They know nothing about me right like you can't sit there and stare at me and you know because my my son is having a meltdown where you don't anything about my son yeah you know? uh, yours is like so extreme because like no like it's so extreme and and that's the hardest part i think with like um i don't know if you even want to talk, have me talk yeah about of it course talk. of course please <laughs> please So like with him with his you know autism he has a lot of meltdowns I mean, he doesn't have like you know routine and stuff like that he kind of you know doesn't do as well as if like I have everything routine so I do kind of like structure everything as much as possible but like little things like going out and We went to the drive-ins last year Uh because I know movie and one thing that he does a lot is he he does this thing like stimming I don't know if you've ever heard of it like self-stimulation it's when oh the hand yep yeah hand flopping and it, it like kind of um manifests in different ways too so like he does vocal stimming so he makes the same noise over and over and over again. And he'll kind of make like, and he also like kind of like does his weird movements with his mouth and stuff like that. Right. Everything <laughs> like he's just really into doing that. So uh, I get stares all the time. You know, this little boy is hand flapping and screaming, like not screaming, but he'll make really loud, repetitive noises. And we're at a drive in. <laughs> so, of course, like people are staring at me. So and you make ends- a lot of
0: friends out in public.
1: Yeah, a lot of friends and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> And so, and like same with like the grocery store. But, like when I bring him in, he's fine. He's great through the grocery store until we get like to the produce section. For some reason, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the mist that comes out, or the lighting, or just the openness of it, or right. I personally don't know what it is, but he has a meltdown every time. And like his meltdowns are like sobs, and then he like hyperventilates, and then he starts uh, dry heaving. Oh. So they can stream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at times, you know, but. And, of course, people stare. And Have anybody
0: said anything to you before? Or is it just, like, the...
1: No, I think the 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 not saying things actually is worse. I feel like, you know, not, like, really, like, um. I obviously don't want people being, like, control your kid, you know, like, that kind of stuff. But, like, I feel like a lot of people stare, especially at playgrounds and stuff like that. And, like, their kids will be playing next to my son. And he starts doing that stuff. And usually it'll be the kid that's, like, why doesn't he speak? Why is he making those noises? And the parent automatically is like, don't, deve- don't, deve- and they kind of, like, rush right. off. Right, right. So they feel awkward about it, so it's kind of a lot more, and that makes me feel weird, Yeah. Right. know, like, the kid was just asking a legitimate question, like, he's a four-year-old, I, you know, I can be like, you know, I don't mind talking to your kid about it. Right. You know, like- yeah, because so usually going have
0: to deal with that his whole life, like, it's not something, yeah. and so are you, so it's not exactly. something that, like,
1: and somebody avoiding yeah. okay. you... Yeah, exactly. And the older he gets now, the more it's noticeable. Like before when he was, you know, he first got diagnosed at 18 months, like he was 18 months. So, you know, a lot of kids are still babbling and making those kind of. Right, right. Socially, it still fit in. Yeah, exactly. Whereas now that he's three, and still nonverbal, and still making those like grunts and hand flappings, a lot more noticeable. So Mm -hmm. I feel coming up more and I feel like kids. Like when we go to the playground, they notice it more. They want to know why he's not speaking to them or why he won't play with them and stuff like that. So, and, you know, I don't really care. Like, usually I'll just kind of explain it, being like, well, you make funny noises sometimes, right? And he's like, I can. And then usually kind of just like, they just make funny noises and kind of do it with him. Being right. Like, ah. <laughs> just trying to like include them. Like, you know, everyone makes noises sometimes. And like, why does he do this? I'll be like, well, you know, he's a little excited right now, just how he calms himself down. Yeah. Kind of big, kind really of they always though. are fine with it they're always fine with it they're always like oh okay and just start playing again like kids are awesome well you i feel care. like
0: that's the thing like if you make it weird then
1: it's gonna and it's usually be the parents weird. Make weird. Like, like they're always like "Shh, don't you know come here come here don't do that don't ask don't you know right and right like, that's annoying to me i don't like that
0: yeah that's like when you guys came to visit christmas Oh, yeah. yeah. And my mom, like, <laughs> interviewed you deeply about uh, it. I love that, though. But, it's yeah, like, it's I better that way.
1: People. It, it makes it not awkward for me. Right. Like, I'd like to talk to you about it because I feel like it needs to be talked about more. And I feel like all of all <laughs>
0: of the shitty parts of motherhood in any mm-hmm. different way is how it should be. Like... Exactly. There's no reason not to be open. And, I mean, that's another thing
1: we were talking about, like, why did this happen to me? I mean, that was definitely a huge aspect of, like, another thing. Like, oh, why the diabetes? But then when I found out like, you know, that Owen was autistic, it was like, why is this happening to us? Like, I, you know, I can't believe this happened to us kind of thing. Like it was kind of almost like I was devastated. I thought our lives were over, but then, you know, I started really looking into it and I had like a generalized idea, which I'm sure, I mean, I can't even get mad at people for like not really understanding because I didn't understand. Right. So it's like, you know, like <clears throat> it's hard. Like I, I thought that all kids on the spectrum were like, never going to be able to like kind of live their own life I thought they were like severely handicapped you know and that's just not true right at all. and that was my misconception about it and I learned about it and so it's like I like them people ask because I mean I'd, yeah, rather cause... Edu- I'd rather them I'd rather ask questions have them ask questions and sit and stare and wonder right
0: right <laughs> and then it I think that's where it comes like almost as an attack on you and him if people yeah, are just staring just... because it's like Okay, I'm not being a shitty mom. Mm-hmm. Literally, you're doing anything humanly possible for this kid to oh, have, yeah. like, the best and,
1: childhood in uh, life. And that's a huge thing when he has the meltdowns. Like, I think people confuse it with, like, tantrums. Like, your kid, you know, your kid's just spoiled. That's why he's... Right. You know, ...in the car at Walmart. It's like, no, actually, I think it's probably the lights and the brightness and maybe that loud noise that just went by. Or, you know, like, a bunch of different things that happened. It's right, like, right, where... He's overstimulated. That's how he knows how to react. Right. You know, and he does have tantrums too. I mean, he's a he has you know he's an average he's two still a year old kid. I mean, yeah. Definitely, if I take something away that he wants, or he wants something and I don't give it to him, he'll definitely start screaming and stuff. But I can tell the difference between them because his reactions are both so different. Right. In a way, when he's having a tantrum, he'll scream, get on the floor, start kicking, start hitting. He hits himself a lot, which is a, you know not something I like. But um, but when he's having a meltdown, he just sobs. Right. He just. Like almost like the fetal position and starts rocking like that's a meltdown that right yeah because that's almost like Outside a physical people.
0: response to something instead of like yeah, an emotional yeah. like
1: yeah it's like something that you absolutely hate like I don't know nails go down a, a chalkboard if you're stuck in a room with someone just constantly doing that and you can't get out right like that's can... what every room is like <laughs> yeah you know and you can't speak or you can't communicate that you're having a meltdown or you know you just kind of like clam up you can't do it I mean I've had panic attacks before and I, that's the thing that I think that I can maybe, I don't even know that I, that's the closest I can come to maybe like understanding a little bit, understand it. Right. Cause I know when I have like a, you know, anxiety attack and the walls are closing in, I just can't even deal. Sometimes I can't even talk through it. I just start like really just rocking you know i still sim i'll start like rocking and be like oh my god everything's closing on on me and i start freaking out
0: well i feel like autism and like a lot of the signs that come out with it it's just what a quote-unquote normal person would be doing just on the extreme it's like oh exactly like if you get overstimulated (laughs) as a person like you're gonna have some reaction to it it's just a a deeper reaction yeah
1: and I mean, like everyone stims. I mean, if I'm super nervous and I'm talking to someone and I tap my fingers, right. I just tap, I don't notice it because it's so like subtle, but that's me, like just kind of, it's like a, you know, a comforting thing. Right, like, right, 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 right. Kinda, like soothe yourself. Totally. That's just, so he's just is more of an extreme of that. So that's been a little, that's probably my hardest part for me to overcome my anxiety of people staring and like kind of judging me without knowing who I am or anything about me. You know? Right, totally, totally. At the end of the day, it's my own anxiety. And I mean, I've, I've I, you know, I, I jock it up to, Owen has brought out a better version of me because I've had to learn how to do, not so much me dealing with him, it's me dealing with myself. Like I need to learn how to deal with myself better and how I I handle- agree completely. <laughs> like so you, it's, it's it like constantly
0: puts her. you in a check. You're like, okay, oh, like yeah, that's definitely. not who you're supposed to be right now
1: exactly and it's like you know what screw it i'm gonna go out in public with my kids yeah and if you're then screw you bitch you don't know anything <laughs> and i remember because he's also um an eloper <clears throat> especially now he doesn't respond to his name he you know like our therapies we do like the aba and stuff like that and i think our data shows he only responds 30 percent of the time mm-hmm. and that's in like if we're out and there's a ton of stuff happening around him you could like scream bloody murder and he won't even glance at you. Like he just gets like tunnel vision on what he wants to do and he'll just run for it. The last year I was super stressed about being at the beach with you know two elopers and stuff so I got him one of those children harnesses yo I was about to suggest that I'm like (laughs) I I know that people make fun of those and I'm like and (laughs) and that's the thing I waited so long you know I probably I risked my kid's life because I was too embarrassed to have one of those that's ridiculous yeah it's stupid you leash that kid up
2: yeah
1: I have two kids who run away and one that doesn't respond at all he'll run one direction the other one runs the other one and I'm one person so I mean that's so risky to do yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's just not even safe. Just tie them to you. not safe. So I finally broke down, I got one. And it was great to have, but the stairs. Oh, I'm sure. And then, of course, like, whenever anyone, like, a couple people would say things, mostly joking, being like, oh, do you have one for my husband? You know, like, you have one in my husband's size? Like, you know, making, like, stupid little Yeah, a-hole, I do. Yeah, you know (laughs) what I mean? Just had to say something kind of thing. Uh,
0: Yeah, (laughs) because I feel like that's something everybody is, like, brought up making fun of. But, like, there's, like, legitimate
1: exactly and you know it was just so hard to like pull the trigger and just having people still like comments and so I didn't get any real negative comments but the stairs definitely I stopped using it after that that week I was embarrassed to like that's just the sad part of right. being judged by totally I feel where, like I have no idea like, I feel like that's the well, kid's not a dog yeah <laughs> <laughs> no but you are thank you for that <laughs> Oh, I guess I should probably take back that bowl of
0: food I leave out for him when I go to. Oh, oh! I thought I just had to just leave food out there and I put him on a leash and that was it. Okay. Thank you. For I'm telling also crate
1: trained. <laughs> 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 just so annoying, which I just can't stand. And that's another thing that's like I just need to stop caring so much. And it's still like a working progress. I still get you know. And that's the hard part about becoming a mom is that every kid's so different and have certain needs and for sure you know, people stories did so Ollie, like I just Ollie...
0: show any signs when he was like really really young like <laughs> so I feel like I started noticing because you had another kid to co- kind of compare it yeah I mean Addie was
1: super quick on all of her milestones uh, girls she was normally are walking at 10 months I mean crawling by six months you know she was you know on top of all of it she like was running by like a year like you know talking she had words she was doing gestures all that stuff so I was definitely concerned with Owen because he didn't even sit up on him by himself until he was 10 months old like wow. I was at 10 months Owen wasn't even sitting up like without support at 10 months so I was getting concerned then and I kept and it was weird because you know how they have like the timeline where, like you know he's still in the correct time of doing it he would be on the very tail end t- tail end of all like their little, like, right. I guess, uh, when a kid be doing a certain task. Like, oh, well, he's not sitting up right now. Well, we usually don't get concerned until around 11 months. And then like three weeks later, he'd sit up on his own. And he'd be like, oh, he's sitting up. Oh, great. Cool. Cool. Not my problem anymore. Cool. <laughs> not my problem anymore. And so then I, I started noticing um, that he wasn't really making gestures. So like waving. Uh-huh. You know, we're working on that now the the waving and stuff like that he wasn't really into it like peekaboo wasn't into that stuff it didn't really too much concern me because he was still like you know I always considered him to be a really good baby he was just chill just sitting in his seat he would just sit there for hours and kind of entertain himself and I'm like oh he's the easiest baby yeah that's you know (laughs) right (laughs) kind of thing so I did notice he was like, kind of like aloof, like just kind of really in his own world Didn't need much like stimulation from me or anyone. But when I did like, you know, interact with him, he would like make eye contact with me and giggle and, you know, cute, cute, cute little baby stuff. Um, but I think the part that started getting me concerned and we actually first thought he was like deaf because he wouldn't respond to his name. Interesting. So, you know, we would talk and he wouldn't like respond to you talking to him in a mm-hmm. way. That's weird. So I remember me and Andy were taking pots and pans and like going on the stairs and like just banging it to see if he'd look up at us and he would. would. Oh, okay. So it was kind of like, huh, I don't know. Like, why isn't he responding to his name? Or, you know, when we're talking to him, he just like acts like we're not talking to him at all. He'll just look straight ahead. Kind of started disengaging. Right. Okay. So this was probably like, I want to say around a year and I brought it up to his doctor around a year and. Again, and I'm like, you know, and he's also not saying any words. Like, I, I'm pretty sure Addie had, like, one word. Like, she could say mama. She could say dada. Yeah. Like, you know, just the beginnings of speech. Right, kind of right. So he's not talking at all. It's just, you know, babbling here and there. And he was like, well, you know, most kids, some kids don't even talk till after two. And, like, I was just dismissing it. So I was like, all right. So I went home, and everything was fine. And then around 14 months, I, again, I brought up, I'm like, well, he's not doing any gesturing. He's not responding to his name he's arm flapping and then that's when the doctor was like okay well it's too early they don't diagnose um kids on the spectrum until I think like 18 months 16 months I think is like the earliest they'll do and they very rarely will do that right 14 months I went in and he did put a referral in I think to a psychologist and then it was like a year wait not a year wait but then it was like a two-month wait for that Uh uh-huh so we went in for the first thing around when he was 16 months and it's just like a year. And then the actual evaluation where they like actually look at Owen and the way he reacts to the environment was two months later. So it was kind of a long. Yeah, that's quite a process. Yeah. Then he was like 19 months by the time he got officially diagnosed. And they actually went in. And they Why did the they doctor- try to avoid doctor. the diagnosis? I think it's because like so many kids are, there is some kids who don't speak until they're you know two years old and stuff like that but I think it's just I honestly don't know
0: (laughs) yeah I feel like
1: it's like (laughs) there's like a slight difference between like yeah, and some some states don't even test until because it's just kind of like the kid is so young and like just so much more room to grow like don't pin them into that box so early but the thing is like early intervention is the best way to deal with it right 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 how you should kind of The earlier the intervention, the better outcome it is for for your child to be able to socially and you know live independently and stuff like that, getting the skills that they need. But I don't know. It was just kind of it was a long journey, that's for sure. So finally we got that diagnosis. So then that's when like everything, my whole world got torn like upside down. And my like stay-at-home mom. You know, where I would just kind of do projects outside, kind of like, you know, have fun time. Right. All of a sudden it was therapies and this and that. And I had to make so many doctor's appointments and it was just insane from there on out because then I had to do like hearing tests. I had to do genetics. I had to do, you know, like just a bunch of things they wanted me to do.
0: Good thing you didn't have postpartum during that time.
1: (laughs) No, I did not. Thank God. (laughs) I would have lost my mind. That would have not been great. (laughs) Yeah, it would have been a mess. And even now, like, I mean, that's like, I'm I'm home for the most part. But like, I had a revolving door in my house. So that is was a little weird. used to not having like, four to five people coming into my house every week. Yeah, that's that alone is like a nightmare. And honestly, that alone was so stressful for me. Like, I'm an introvert. I don't really like people coming over. Like, I felt like I always had to be on top of everything. And I got so stressed out about it. Like, my house is a mess. I have to clean before 8 o'clock because that's when, like, three people are coming into my house to work here for four hours straight. Right. And they're here. What do I do? They're just in the middle of my living room. I can't just sit down and watch TV. or you oh know, my like, goodness. my house is small. Where am I going to go? Right, <laughs> right, right. You're like, and, of course, I like, at first they were strangers. And they're here for a long period, like, three hours at a time. So, like, these people in your house that you've never met before. And it's like, oh, hi. How are you? <laughs> hi, this is my kid. Here's my living hi. room. Take over my house. Yeah, you know, it's really, and then of course, like poor Addie, it was really hard to keep her at bay because they come in, and so the therapy I'm talking about is like ABA therapy, and it's like an intensive therapy where you have like a lot of hours. Right. Some people do 40 hours a week. No way. I do like 21 hours a week, but um, the hard part, they come in and it's, it's like a play base. So they bring a bunch of different toys and stuff like that, just whatever they can get him to like want to work for. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's hard for Addie because she sees these people come in with bags of new toys. She wants to be so involved. I know. that like Yeah. That. Like and so, most of the time is I have to entertain Addie so they can actually do their job with Owen. <laughs> so yeah. Like what it is now, but well now we're doing the virtual thing and I actually love it. I want to do it forever. I know they're not going to be down with that, but.
0: Oh my God. You're like, it's great. It. What do you
1: <laughs> just put him on the zoom meeting and they work with him? Yep. So I have like a wide angle camera upstairs. So it gets the entire room and I got like a ta- I, I put it in Addie's bedroom because it's like, at first I was trying to do it in my living room where they normally would do it. But I was just so on the video, he just run out of frame, like almost constantly. So got I was like it. chasing him in the bathroom. I'm like, Oh, hold on. Owen's going in the kitchen. Oh, hold on. <laughs> right. And so finally we set up, I'm like, I'm going to put the table up in my daughter's room. He doesn't go in there very often. So I feel like it's a good place. Like when we go there, you know, it's time to work. Right. It's, it's like, like mutual ground. Average. This is what it yeah, is. You know, he's not used to being up there. So when he does go up there now, I just wanted to establish a work spot for him. Right. So he's there and he's contained, but um, they taught me like, so we've been trying really hard to do this thing called text with him, which is a uh, picture exchange communication. It's on this little binder and they have pictures in it. And so like, if you want something, you hand me a picture. Oh, okay. Kind of, yeah, yeah. And so he'd hand me a picture. So I'd be like, oh, cereal. You want cereal. And then I'd go get them cereal or whatever. So, but there's a ton of steps to it. First, you have to teach them. This is a child who didn't even know how to do gestures. Right. So it's like painting and stuff like that is. So we have to teach them to even take pictures picture to us. That was like a good amount of time. Right. That must so, uh, take a picture, hand it to us. And then we have to have them take the picture like we do items or two one preferred one non-preferred so it'd be like a picture of a toy and a picture of like a banana we know he doesn't want the banana you know a toy so we have to like do distinguish like distinguish which picture is which and hand me the right one interesting so on right yeah so we're stuck on that right now he's been struggling with it <laughs> and after doing the online sessions it's because i'm doing it so wrong <laughs> like because yeah, that's not your job oh, it's not my job, but like, I should be knowing that uh, this is his like voice, how, what he's supposed to be communicating. Right. All if I'm doing it wrong, then what's the point of it? Right. Like, right. Know how to do it right. And I never was forced, like, it's not their fault at all. Like, uh, you know, I had every right to go down and sit with them and learn with them. I just kind of used them as more of like a, oh, I can go shower now. Thank you. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Have on yep. for the next three hours. I'm going to go play with Addie and go do that, go do that and stuff like that. So. This online stuff it's like forced me to sit and learn what they're teaching my son, which I should have been doing the whole time. And I feel like I love it. I'm like I like these online sessions. And all these other parents are like this is the worst <laughs> thing in the world. I like it cuz I'm learning stuff. You're like I'm all about it. It's great. Bonding with him. Cuz I'm bonding with him cuz Owen is like um it's like so exciting to hear him and see the progress he's making. Like you know, when I'm doing trials with him and he does something for the first time, it is so exciting. Right. That's, that. like, so rewarding. And he's beginning to finally speak, like, he said, the entire ABCs the other day. He was, like, in the just counting them," And it was just amazing. I didn't even know he knew the ABC. you know? That's <laughs> like, amazing. He just, like, comes out with these, like, crazy things. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, you were so smart. I didn't even know. Well, he's and, like, probably speech- just, like, holding on to things until he can exactly. actually, like, get it out. I know, and I watched a documentary the other day and it made me cry my eyes out because like Owen's just, and then the other day during speech, um, the speech therapist was like, can you go get the S-H-A-R-K? It's a toy that he loves. And he looked at the screen, he goes shark. and went and got the shark. Like he spelled, she spelled it and he got it. Was, what? he know how to freaking spell? Like, I don't know. I don't know. You're like, I don't even know what you're capable of because. I, I have no idea. And so I watched a documentary the other day and it was about this, this severely autistic child and um, his parents, this is like probably in like the early 2000s and stuff like that. And they're they're trying to find out all these different therapies and their kid was getting older and you started getting more aggressive and better behaviors. Right. And they found this therapy where it was a certain, I don't even know what it was, honestly, but AAC device, which is like an electronic like tablet thing. And they found out that he can't use his voice, but he can spell so he was spelling out sentences, and the first sentence he ever told his parents off his device was, "I just want you to know I'm really smart and I'm trying hard. I just can't speak." And it just broke my heart because so I was like, "Oh my god!" Like this poor kid that he's trying so hard to speak, and he's getting so frustrated because he just yeah. can't. He wants a cookie. So he's in the kitchen, being like, "Ooh," making all these noises and gestures, and his mom's like, "I don't know what you want." Of course, you gonna get frustrated. And, oh my! You know, god. start lashing out. I mean, I get frustrated when I. Like, oh, what I want yeah you know? <laughs> like it's frustrating yeah it's totally understandable and, years, and absolutely under understanding everything that's going on around you and what people are saying and everything else and not being able to say anything back to them or even let them know you know what they're saying can't even imagine how stressful it was but it's like fine motor skills were so off awesome, that you couldn't write so like right. this AAC device, this device that he got Was just like a game changer for him because he could actually communicate now, and he was like, "Hey, I'm really smart. I know what you're saying. I know you're like, what's going on around me." Right. I'm with you. I just can't do it the same way. (laughs) So that broke my heart. So I'm like, oh, that just breaks my heart because i like, I know Owen is super smart, and I don't give him enough credit sometimes because he doesn't speak. Right. Like, I just started making him like he would make huge messes, like taking all the shoes the shoe bin, which drives me insane he does it thousands of times a day it just <laughs> I start taking my shoe and I put it outside now because I was getting so frustrated with it and I'd pick it up every single time he would do it so you'd do it run off and do something and I'd walk in the kitchen and be like oh oh and start picking everything up and then I was like you know what I want to make him pick it up right <laughs> and I I did I showed him like pick up and I started pick up songs they play that they like have at his group and I started doing it and he just now he does and now if I just tell him to pick it up he'll actually pick it up he knows what I'm saying. He understands me. I just wasn't giving him enough credit. I didn't think, you know what I mean? Like, Right,
0: right. You're just, like, no, you're good. Uh, I baby you know.
1: him. I'm like, why am I babying him? Like, he knows. Right. And stuff like that, but I baby him. And it's so easy to do when they don't talk. It's like, you know, how do they know? How do I know if they know what I'm saying? Well, I guess just force them to try. <laughs> try doing stuff like that. That's right. I and want. I
0: think it does him no justice, If you're doing it, too, because it puts him further behind. It's like the dude can put away shoes.
1: Exactly. He can can listen. He can do one step directions. Yeah. Might not be able to, like, you know, point or gesture things. But he knows what I'm saying. I know he knows. Right. We get little clippets of that, though. Like, you know, I had no idea he knew the alphabet. He said the entire thing. Addie can't even do the entire thing. She gets a couple wrong. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and he can count too, and he knows all the Paw Patrol characters. This is all like these things that have just come about in like the last like three four months. Wow, that's he's amazing. Beginning to really use his voice, and it's just things I had no idea because he won't say anything for weeks. And all of a sudden, he's like Marshall, Chase, Skye, Zuma, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, what is happening? <laughs> you just say all the paw, and the worst thing is it always comes so random, and I never know what's going to happen. And I have. Unsuccessfully not on video. Like I cannot get it on video for the life
0: of me. Like it's just not end
1: of one. I got the end of him doing alphabet, I got XYZ. No. <laughs> he was like doing it. I was like, looking for my phone. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, try not to distract him. And then I finally like, get my phone. And then it's like storage falls. Like no, <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> That's what oh, I'm currently dealing with. Like
1: just freaking out. So i ended up doing it on instagram like you know like that yeah, you know, yeah 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 phone. but it's like the very end and i'm like he did the whole thing i swear <laughs> this is just the end the rest was correct too <laughs>
0: oh my god yeah that must be i even feel like that like completely not the same depth of it but like with jude like him learning new things mm-hmm I think I'm always stuck in the past, so I, like, assume he can't do that. But, exactly. like, tomorrow is different than today.
1: And exactly. every day is it's completely to, different. Like, I'm kind of a control freak by nature. Me too. Maybe that's you why know, we always, always got along. That. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but, like, even with Addie, like, she's getting so much older now and she wants to do more independent things. And it's, like, I still, like, hesitate to let her. Right. But then, she, she can do that kind of stuff on her own now. Like, I was, like, wiping her bum for way longer than I put like, up.
0: <laughs> Joke's on you. She knows you. how to wipe
1: herself. You know, but I, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, she definitely could. And now I, like, kind of, like, step back. But I remember, like, the teacher saying, like, how keeps trying to get me to wipe her butt? Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, oh. I was just, I'm, like, because I do it. And she's, like, oh, okay. I think she's definitely not doing it. And I was, like, it took her a teacher to be, like, tell me, like, your daughter hey, is old oh. enough to be able to, like, wipe her own butt. Yeah. <laughs> stop that so then now I make her wipe her own butt but it's like I just kept doing it it's like I don't want to do that I don't know why I kept it going for as long as I did totally I feel like it's really hard with me
0: and Nima because Nima in the Persian culture are very babying very very (laughs) babying like I I explained my upbringing and um when I moved to Los Angeles and I got kicked out of housing and then I was like quote unquote homeless for like a solid month and Did how my in that mom
1: gross ass apartment. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I must have visited you Dude, there. do you it know how cool. much that apartment is now? Just so you know, side note, Ugh, that shit's right that $1,700 on. a month now. I was going to say, it
1: has to be in the South. Ridiculous. In the <laughs> but anyway, it was so bad.
0: I told my mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> it, was right. yeah, well, it was.
1: I just remember like sleeping on your Like, floor (laughs) because you didn't even have an it was an air mattress had like a huge hole in it and like only kept like was only inflated for maybe like 20 minutes at a time yeah yeah it was like the worst
0: situation (laughs) I've come a long way it's so funny so I explained to my mother-in-law how my mom wouldn't let me move home yep and like, I was across the country with nowhere to go, <laughs> and my mom was like, nah, figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> and I think that's, so we, me and Nima have very many cultural differences. Yeah, yeah. That make for a very interesting upbringing.
1: I was gonna say, I'm like, because obviously your dad is very religious. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: speaking of how we were saying like we think of some things that people say and like take it to heart even though we shouldn't the other day he texted me that um maybe i maybe jude is so hard because i pay too much attention to him (gasps) oh god the dude is crawling and i have marble floors yeah, no. I have to pay attention. to Yeah, that. I'm like oh he's God.
1: at that age. It's like one of those things where don't cuddle your baby too much. Like what? That's it's
0: bullshit. A- all of it's. I know. I kept when Jude was an infant, he would. I would get messages all the time, being like, "You shouldn't hold your son too much because they're going to like only want you." And I'm like, "Good, I want to yeah. be that safe place, right?" I know. I'm
1: like, I'm like, I want my kids to like me. Yeah. <laughs> what
0: the- I, I absolutely want to, want to be that safe place. And I'm actually right? super but, thankful I did that.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I'm the one that's like, my kids are like, mom, <laughs> enough. Like, Addie gets to look at it with how much I cuddle her. I'm like, Addie, just give me another hug. Oh. Addy, me another hug. And she's like, mom. That's so then, funny. I like, hope Sassy. she never does that. But I know oh, he's he going to. <laughs> he <will. laughs> and then, funny. oh, and he just like, he, he like palms my face if he doesn't want me hug. him. He'll just be like, boom. Yeah. <laughs> and Nope. <laughs> like brutal, just like, like coming for a hug like, oh, boom. <laughs> nope. Haw my face and walk away.. <laughs> like, Aw. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I think like, yeah, Nima's family definitely raised him way different than like what yeah. I did. Well, did he grow how-
1: up did he grow up in the United States or did he grow up? In- so he moved here when Turkey. he was he 12.
0: Iran. Iran, okay. So he I mean, moved to like... Maryland when he was 12 and he oh, got geez. put okay. into public schools without speaking English. <gasps> that must have been a journey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a whole bunch of <laughs> oh, like horrendous. things that are because of that. Yeah. yeah like he can't ask for help because he like wants to figure it out on his own. Like he grew up doing that. Yeah, exactly. And it's like his parents were here and they did the best they could. But they're still like mentally in Iran. Like there's there's a difference. And it's really sad. It's sad slash sweet right now with Jude. Like Nima is excited to kind of like live through Jude because I'm Mm -hmm. so American. And he. Oh, yeah. Nemo was telling me this. It's kinda like he's he's getting what he didn't have as a kid. Right. You know, parents, right, like he he's like, yeah, like my parents never took me like when we went to go see Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Nemo was happy as a clam and super stoked to go see Santa. <laughs> I can only imagine. because he as a child never did. Yeah. And now he was explaining to me, you know those little boxes of cereal? Yeah, like the travel
1: kind.
0: Yeah, he was telling me about how like he never like got to do those and like wow. now as an adult he like loves picking out cereal <laughs> and i'm like i don't even give a shit about cereal like, <laughs> yeah
1: me too i was <laughs> like, like cool. I actually if it ain't cinnamon toast crunch i'm not touching it <laughs> like, cereal
0: cereal but nema's like <laughs> trying all the different cereal brands now and like just to like understand them and
1: that it's, is pretty american cereal i feel like is pretty american i'm not sure but no, yeah like... no it definitely is
0: and i feel, I feel like, like an yeah. immigrant family coming here isn't going to be like aware of the cereal phenomenon <laughs> like every kid loves cereal just yeah, so every you know. kid
1: when you're when you're like a child you wake up and you get you make your own breakfast by eating cereal and it tastes like candy right <laughs> Right and I'm like, what's not wrong with that? You're allowed. I love pop tarts. I pop tarts when I was a kid. I know.
0: I like those, too. They have pretzel ones now. That kind of intrigue me.
1: Really? I like the sweet and salty know.
0: thing that's happening there. I don't
1: know. Yeah, well, like... I think I would have to like pretzels to be into it. Not like pretzels. Oh, that's kind of rude. for me. <laughs> I like. <laughs> Sorry, that. kind of always
0: for me. You're like, no, I don't. I don't like that. But yeah, so know. it's like interesting to now I'm like teaching both Jude and Nima about the wonderful American
1: and like something I have a question for you I guess I'm gonna turn it on you now yeah like culturally is he Islamic technically religious wise technically does he practice no okay so like I was just wondering with his culture being so different from the one that you grew up in like what are some difficulties you've seen when it comes to raising Jude like, I didn't know if, like, Christmas, obviously Christmas is like, what about Easter? Isn't that one of your favorite holidays? Yeah. So I've had to teach Like, Nima. he's, like, going to celebrate or is it, you know, I didn't know. Well, if he, see, like, that's what we're trying to, homework. like,
0: Persian New Year is, like, their equivalency mm-hmm. to Christmas. So we're, like, okay. adding that in. And we're still doing Christmas. But, like, I had to teach Nima, like, about stockings
1: oh okay and yeah, like socking. like the little
0: like nuances and stuff What about like, like, like
1: reindeer like moving carrots out for the reindeer yeah see we're
0: gonna have uh, that's all shit i'm gonna have to teach him yeah and like easter i had to teach him all of these things like we've had to like go over and luckily i've had what four years of practice to try to get him <laughs> to-, to get to that point so thank god that what about like
1: the tooth fairy and stuff when that comes when you when definitely
0: definitely i think i'm really
1: lucky because
0: like i said Nima's like super stoked about that stuff because i like literally like i'm leading the family in like a childhood journey
1: (laughs) 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 no pressure but totally the american dream like the american lifestyle you have to like lead this whole pack well it's yeah totally
0: and it's really funny because a lot of his persian friends like It's normal in the Persian culture to, like, marry other Persians. That's what they do. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's so funny because multiple ones of his friends who married Persian girls are like, yo, you're so lucky you married an American. (laughs) Like, you're just so (laughs) lucky because we as people are very different. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, that's kind of wrong in my in my favor. But at the same point, like, there's a lot of, like, cultural clashing that I try to um, navigate. We just got Jude a um, musical set. And it comes in a clear backpack, which is really fun. And he has, like, a mini baby piano. And he really enjoys bongos right now. His favorite. Yep. But uh, we got... Nima got him this... um, The... The music set and it has like all different shit, like maracas and like clappers and like all different types of things.
1: Is that a Melissa and Doug? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the yeah, yeah, yeah. That's those See, are I the only that toys too. that I'm allowed out because <laughs> I don't. Hate them. I have those same exact set that you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the Melissa and Doug play one. Yep. You know? So we,
0: oh, but like half it. of them are too small for him to be playing with. So like, yeah, I'm he's like, at that age where he, like. Um,
1: like, he eats everything. Where she likes those little tiny freaking LOL crap that comes with a thousand things, and it's super annoying. And the pieces are like a um, centimeter. No, thank you. I hate those. Stepping on them. Oh God. Horrendous. <laughs> the real motherhood like, um, problems. The worst toy that I think um, I think Andy's brother got it for Owen last year was Lincoln Logs. I hate Lincoln Logs with every ounce of my. <laughs> My kids have like, my kids played with it once, and then I like put them all in, and I put them in my daughter's closet in the way back where no one can find them. I'm so, like, I am not cleaning these up ever. We're not, day. Doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not doing it. We're Not doing it. I they want
0: buy Legos, Legos so bad, and I'm so scared of I it. Don't, don't do it.
1: Yeah, they're painful, and they're such. If you have anxiety with toys being out, yeah, Legos, Legos are going to be everywhere. The only toys I just figure do- you can't miss what you've never had. So I've never even gotten of Le- Legos. <laughs>
0: It's true. You can't miss what you've never had. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, don't know. even need them. Jude likes literally ball. It like throws balls in the air, and all he Is it like, Mr. Bucket. It, no. <laughs> it like spins around, and then it goes into a funnel, and then it like shoots balls up, and oh then it cuts down like the thing. Messiest thing. And the balls you probably had for like a day. No. <laughs> The balls are the only thing he likes. He doesn't give a shit oh, really? about nice. any other toy. Literally, they're like the plastic balls that you would like throw your kid into one of yeah. those big pits. That's all he likes. He likes the-, the four balls that we have and everything else is trash.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I feel like kids are always like that. It's so obnoxious. Like, um, what did I get? I feel like I get like my kid. I'm like, oh, I love it. They're going to love this toy. I can't wait to see them open it. And then they like, like, like. The box it came in. Instead, it's like God dang it! (laughs) Yeah, totally, totally. Like one of Owen's favorite toys right now. It's not even a toy actually. It's it's just an object. But uh, he is obsessed with with bath stops.
0: Jude (laughs) loves those too. Yeah,
1: he just loves them.
0: I'm like, what in the world? (laughs) Like why? Me and Jude will take a bath together like once a week, and literally. He like just sits there and plays with our bass because I have like one of the old fashioned ones that has like the with our train. Yeah. Yeah. And so he'll like just like play with that. Jude's favorite toy for like three months was literally not a mom proud moment, but a dog poop bag that I filled with tissue paper. And he <laughs> oh would God. just shake it and he would love the shit out of it. That was the only thing you liked? Yeah, I'm telling you, they like like, just... Poop bag. Like, I'm sitting there letting my kid play with poop bags. Yeah, we have this yeah. super nice <laughs> stroller, literally on the, like, handlebar, but it has, like, the, the like, little thing that goes over him, and it's, like, yeah. leather. I have poop bags tied all across of it because he <laughs> loves it.
1: <laughs> You're, like, high-end stroller, which is... Bags Poop bags
0: up. everywhere. That's where it's real motherhood because I feel like it's oh, like yeah, definitely. prior, like when I was pregnant, I never thought about the actual having the baby. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that part just kind of slipped my mind. And I just <laughs> thought like all of the stuff is so cute and really oh, cute yeah. and fun.
1: And it's pointless. Yeah, no, it's definitely pointless. Like I, I, remember like looking at like little girl outfits, being like, "Oh my god, I can't wait to dress her and this!" Like all these headbands and stuff like that. Yeah, no, and, uh, no. And I got like cute no. shoes. I didn't even put her in shoes like ever.
0: No, I see- that's my okay. That's one of my things. Jude has one pair of shoes because our friend got the wrong size shoes for their own child, and they just happened to be Jude's size, so they <laughs> gave it <laughs> that to that? us.
1: Yeah, I mean, Jude has witch- no
0: shoes. He never wears yeah. them. <laughs> We go out.
1: I don't even put socks on them.
0: I don't give yeah. shit. I, mean, I don't really care.
1: In the summer, like whatever, go fun, like do your thing. But when they're like that small, they don't even walk. It's like, I might put a I, know. On you. <laughs> I saw some people like put.
0: I've I've seen um, like registries for friends of mine, and they'll put like or infant oh, like Adidas, and I'm like, like Adidas gonna fit in them for like a month? Not even. And yeah, it's going to be, be like honest, over so they're quickly. They're going to probably
1: shit in them. Probably. So, I so many outfits. Yeah. I'm like,
0: <laughs> it's just not even. So at some
1: point, it. it's just not worth saving. It's like that, ah, shut it off. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I don't even care. I'm not washing these. I'm not going to rinse them out in the sink and try doing the whole feel of going outside with a hose. Like, yeah. that's super- oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. That's it. It's stupid. The I, I just uh, like it when you realize that that's what you're going to be doing with half the clothes, like I, I didn't care at that point. It's like, whatever. Hand me downs. Thank you. Yeah. We'll take them. I'm <laughs> all about it. Literally. I'm part right? of this like so mom group
0: it. on Facebook of like my neighborhood moms. And it's like, mom's helping other moms. And like, yeah. every time I have to like binge clothes, I'm like, here you go, ladies, like come take yeah, it. It's I do you. that too. I give
1: them away. Like my friends and me, like, so my um, friend's daughter, who's older than Addie, but it's smaller. She always gets my daughter's clothes. I just give them to her. And then she gave me a whole bunch of boy clothes that she got from her sister-in-law, but her son wasn't ready for them yet. So she gave them to me and then I just used them and now I packed them all back up and I'm giving them to her. We kind of just like-
0: It's so see- worth it. I will only buy Jude like discount clothing. Oh yeah. Definitely. Like Dude is not getting-
1: I'm not then, paying like, $30 for three onesies. You better get oh, your... Absolutely not. Hell no. Absolutely not. Oh, my God. And one mistake I made, I mean, I don't think this really <clears throat> might be the same situation for most moms because I just gave birth to ginormous babies, I guess. And I just have some weird thing going on with me. <laughs> but um... The smallest person. <laughs> I remember like buying so many like newborn clothes. Yeah. And Addie did not fit in them at all. The first day, she was, uh, she was three months that was what she wore when she came out after three months Same with diapers, like newborn diapers infant you know that yeah she had them. I had like four boxes of those that never were used because she was in size one immediately when she came out oh my god that's
0: so crazy
1: <laughs> But I remember like stocking up like my nursery I had everything and of course I was excited and I like had that whole like um changing table set up and I opened the boxes of diapers and I'm like no I can't even return them. oh yeah <laughs> I
0: did that too I did that too. Damn it. Jude can only wear like one kind of diaper. And oh, yeah, I was that's an another thing. idiot and put the other brand on the registry. And so we had like five boxes of those. And I was like, great. Can't even use those. Like bullshit. All I can
1: say is moms out there, if you're about to give birth or new moms, don't open your diapers until <laughs> Seriously? you're home. Seriously. You won't return them <laughs> once to open them. Yeah. No, no, no.
0: Are we actually yeah. – I didn't have, like, any newborn clothes. I had, like, six newborn outfits. That's it. That's good.
1: That's
0: and I good. had to go buy those myself. Like, nobody bought newborn clothes, so – I feel like everyone bought me newborn clothes
1: at my baby shower. That's like, what I
0: everybody t- wants to do because they're so freaking cute. They're so freaking cute.
1: Like, those little tiny dresses. Like Oh, oh. my God. Uh,
0: Nima's old assistant is pregnant, and she's actually due in July, too. So, like, I know, like, the general, like – heat mm-hmm. that we're going to be okay. dealing with at that point oh yeah so i went yeah. apeshit because she's having a girl and i didn't get to shop for girls clothing and i was obsessed with all of it and i bought like <laughs> one newborn and the rest were three months because i was like dude you're not even gonna wear that like yeah exactly i exactly. didn't wear half of well Ugh, little didn't girls wear. are so fun
1: to shop for i know but and little boys it's so weird because little girls i feel like I have one of each, so I kind of have a dose of both. Totally. Maddie was so fun to dress and all that stuff and everything like that. But between the two of them, I felt like Owen, like, in me and him just had a different connection. It was, like, such a mama's boy. Yeah. And I every single second of it. I never wanted to have boys. Like, I was... I, I actually only want, want
0: boys. If we had another I one... I only want girls. Yeah. That's how I've had, like, other friends be like, oh, I really hope it's a girl. And it's like... I don't know why. why? Like <laughs> for me <laughs> I maybe I was just like I'm built for like boy mom life.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And I just can't and I I think my bank account would be like super sad if I had a girl because <laughs> I would just want like Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean I think I wanted girls because I grew up with sisters. Right. You know I had that like I had two older sisters and we were all very close and I just loved being young sisters felt like we had a good Relationship thing, and I just didn't know anything about boys, <laughs> like, right. I can't grow up with any. I didn't really deal with I them. didn't know anything about babies or boys, so literally, exactly, like, whatever I got, like, oh, the penises. And like, all that. I have to ask you so, with everybody says
0: how boys like pee out of their diapers. I've never been peed on, so I've been peed on, but like, I've never been peed on, I've never had like, an incident. Must must be nice. Yeah, I got peed it's on. It's weird. I don't know why. Like three times.
1: Yeah, like I, no, I three times. I've three. Been I think he peed on me once in the hospital when I like just gave him birth to him because he was just naked on me. Oh, right. know, he he on me. Oh right, he pooped on me at that breastfeed. point. I think I think that's the only time. But like, I've never had to experience any type of peeing outside the diaper. Well, are like you talking about like a rainbow kind of like? No, I'm talking rainbow. about like you know how they say like to tuck the penis
0: down so it doesn't like pee up the diaper. Like my oh. pediatrician was like, "Oh,
1: like really? their That's back will just get wet." And I'm like, "What?" I never did any of that. I never placed his penis in any way, shape, or form when I put the diaper Me on. Neither. Sometimes
0: it's okay. sometimes <laughs> it's was down to. To.
1: wherever it yeah, wants to I go. Still don't. Yeah, I still don't do that. So I mean, I don't know. No, I've never heard of that. And yeah, I'm definitely. Rule. It's a. I've it's never a, noticed pee or anything like that being up his back or anything. Shit, yeah. Shit. Definitely blowouts. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. A disgusting one today. Not. A, it wasn't a blowout, but disgusting nonetheless.
0: Jude no. pooped something that looked like a hamburger today. It was oh, very God, impressive.
1: Poop so much. <laughs> the worst is like the other day. I was changing him, and um it was a surprise poop, which is the worst kind of poop. I was, I was expecting a pee diaper. Oh, and I take it no. off and I just see a pile. And it's like, ah, no! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> and I, I, I caught him during when he was going, I I, I guess. Because then he just like, I saw the, oh, was, I can't even describe it to you. It was so disgusting. Oh and he just, just started coming out and I was like watching it being like, no. Ah! <laughs> That's one thing in motherhood. I
0: never thought that I would see poop physically come out of another out? being. Like, yeah, I've seen Jude, I've had the pleasure of seeing it literally just be made and come out of him. And that's just something I never it's thought so I would gross. see. It's so- uh One time when he was, like, a baby baby when it's still that, like, breastfeed milk poop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit literally shot a solid three feet. I'm not even gonna lie to you.
1: Yeah, it's disgusting. It's, like, watery. And- yeah, and yellow. It's... It's a lot. It's disgusting. It's, I actually it's like... like the... It's soft serve with water added to it a little
0: bit. Yeah. It's like soft serve that you like left it. out for 15 minutes.
1: Yeah. It's like finding an old milk bottle underneath your couch. <laughs> oh, my God. So gross. <laughs>
0: <It's insane>. <laughs> <laughs> so gross, but so true. Nice turtle. <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised when we started him on solids and how it started like firming up so quick i'm like oh, yeah, these up. are the easiest poops to deal with oh
1: yeah i it's don't his like breastfeeding alone poops mm-hmm. at all like oh when you have these little like we call them stink baits because they were super smelly but they were super easy to clean because they're like these little balls that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like oh cool Barely at the white. <laughs> S-
0: seriously same we're 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 at that point and it's wonderful I'm like, yeah, it's it stinky it's nice. and that's
1: fine. But I don't. That's even... I mean, it is stinky. Like, oh, gosh, is it stinky? Like a, a good one can linger in the room for a couple of hours. Sometimes I feel like. <laughs> just...
0: <laughs> totally. We have so the, the trash can that like, you know, the diaper genie
1: thing. That should oh, yeah, yeah, not yeah.
0: work if it's bad.
1: No, no, definitely not. No, My... it's been out of commission for a long time. It's been a long time. Which is probably
0: why my house stinks. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> yeah, we, um, <coughs> he poops during his nap sometimes. Yeah, Which is really weird to me, but he does. So I'll oh, be I able does to. Thing. I, he I just don't understand. It's like, I'm not going to How poop. can you sleep
1: like that? Yeah. This must be uncomfortable. Ugh, gross. This is like, I'll put Owen to bed and this happened the other night. I put him to bed and then I went upstairs at like midnight, which is really for me. And then I smelled it the moment I opened the door. Like I went, I went upstairs and uh-huh. it smelled stronger and stronger. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> damn it. And then I have to change him and then it wakes him up. And then he's all pissed off and he's waking up at 12 o'clock. It's like, oh, how can you even sleep like this?
0: How can you just, yeah.
1: Sometimes I'll like
0: walk up to his room, like when he's waking up from a nap. And I'm like, oh my God, it smells like poop, like literally 15 feet away. How? You are a small human.
1: I don't even know. Bad stenches, that's for sure. sure. When I first said, oh, and he had like really bad constipation issues, I used to have to like, um, if he didn't go in a certain amount of time, I had to give him like a suppository. So my doctor got me to suppositories and it was so gross. I put it in and then like two minutes later, it would just be like (laughs) ridiculous amount and it would always smell so horrendous because I'm like, it's been brewing in there for probably like <laughs> God knows, like a week long, you know, like <clears throat> oh, that was the worst. And they just smell so bad. Yeah, that Ugh. must be terrible. And I'm so happy Addie is potty trained in that aspect because like if I had to do two kids with poops for more than what I did, I think I would lose my mind. Yeah. I had six poop diapers, six of them. And it was Mother's Day, so Andy had to do all of them. And he <laughs> he was getting so mad he's like again what yeah he was like I'm like by the way I was just laying on the couch being lazy I made him my bitch that day that was my mother's day gift myself I was like I
0: love it you're like I'm not doing shit
1: I'm like and I think I I told him that I'm like you're just gonna be my bitch today that's all I want for mother's day is just lay in bed sleep as late as I want I don't want to make any food I'm like I want to do as least amount of mothering as possible
0: like, I, happy Mother's Day to me.
1: Yes, like, you know, I don't want to cook anything. If the kids want to drink, I'm not getting up to get it. Snacks, you deal with all that stuff. You know, if don't totally. like what I'm watching, yeah. set them up in their tablet upstairs. I don't care. I'm like, right, I'm, I'm like, chilling. I'm on my zone on my couch kind of thing, just doing my thing. And and I just smell Owen walk by, and I'm like, Andy, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, again, like, he's so mad. <laughs> <laughs> and they, no, it's not like he normally does not go that much and of course I played off being like I do that all the time it happens all the time you know how I feel even though it's like totally what's not
0: normal <laughs> right you're like normally he doesn't poop six times normally he doesn't go to
1: the bathroom that he was your mother's day go. gift even from like, him yeah exactly <laughs> and it wasn't even like you know because he was sick like diarrhea or anything like that it was just he just pooped a lot that day I don't know yeah it happens it happens I, don't know. I, the I think he's probably most. a little constipated yeah. and he only could get a couple out at a time uh-huh <laughs> Happened. I don't know, but he went a lot and he wasn't that impressed. He was like, God, this guy, Oh my God. And the house stank like so bad. Like every two hours he was changing a new one and it just smelled so bad. Oh God. Oh my God. Hey. It's so fun. <laughs> it's so fun. True that.
0: True, True that. that. But all right. Well, I think I'm going to let you go. And I have a lot to edit that I think is going to be really good. I do. We were you this on was this call nice. for two and a half hours. Oh. Good, I hope
1: uh, you get something I good. I will. I do
0: want you to send it to me, though. <laughs> Please send it to me. I will send it to you, but I'm still posting okay. it, whether you like it or not. Okay. All right. See it's you. Thank you so
1: much. <laughs> Have a good night. You too. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
0: And thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed hearing another mom's story because I think the more mom stories we hear, the more we realize... We all have struggles and accept what motherhood is as a journey and not what we hoped it would be. So I hope you guys subscribe wherever you listen and um, continue to support and tell your mom friends. And I hope we continue to grow and hear more of your stories. I look forward to it. And don't forget to reach out and tell your story so we have i'm not sure if you know about this but we have this thing going on where i have all of these moms calling in like you or texting uh your birth story or your pregnancy story or trying to conceive or anything that really motherhood is so I would love to have your story and at the end of the season, I will put all of the stories together and we'll have one great episode of all the mom stories because I really think all of our stories are beautiful in their own way and we all have our own triumphs and, and disappointments and our own way of figuring out motherhood. So, uh, get a pen and paper and write this number down, and call or text, and I won't answer, and it will stay completely anonymous, um, and you can just leave, it's like an open message, so just leave your message there, and at the end of the season, we'll put it all together. We already have so many submissions, so I'm really excited. Um, so, 3105, tip, 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 tip. And the number is 310 853 2591. 310 853 2591. I look forward to hearing from you and hearing your story because I'm sure it's brilliant. Um, and yeah, reach out to us on Instagram, in between Naps Podcasts. And ladies, keep it real. Have a great day.